Hey everyone, welcome to the Magical Healing the World podcast. My name is David, here with my lovely wife, Ms. Megan. Hey, hey. And we have a very, very special show for you all tonight, but listener discretion advised. We definitely, um, it's going to be a bit of a graphic episode. It's going to be an episode talking about some harsh things, talking about some things that are just part of reality of this spiritual warfare that you deal with when you're deep in the healing arts, when you're dealing with suppressed trauma at deep levels, when you're heal, when you're working in that spirit world. Because just like there's angels, there's also demons, there's entities. It's a reality, and you know, no judgment on people that don't aren't really ready to face that reality yet. But working with the medicines that we do, namely ayahuasca, that is a reality that we work with in expelling the demons out of people. And really helping people heal on the deepest levels. And we had the most, uh, in, I mean, arguably, because there's been so many powerful ayahuasca ceremonies. But I, in my personal opinion, uh, the most powerful ayahuasca retreat we've ever had yes. uh, domestically just in this past week. Um, and there were a couple very powerful exorcisms that took place. Uh, and we're going to talk about those. We're going to go into detail. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about how they incurred. Uh, we think it's important to explain how these things can happen to people. Like how do entities go into people? How do demonic entities go into people? We're going to go into how there has to be consent to a degree. Uh, unless it's something for your soul that you agreed to before you came here to learn a particular lesson for your path. We're going to get into all that. Uh, we also have a very special guest with us today, Laurie Lindsay. Welcome. Thank you. Hi there. She is. She's ecstatic to be with us today. Uh, at is Megan's mother. She's been with us on this journey for quite a while. Quite a while, and she was one of the focal points, one of the show stars of this past retreat that we'll be talking about. Um, but yeah, to kick us off, uh, we do host for, we've been getting a lot more listeners recently from, uh, TikTok blowing up a bit. So for those of you that are newer, Magical hosts really beautiful, powerful, very special, unique plant medicine retreats all over the world. We also do some domestically here and there, and we have a couple left near the end of this year. But this last one we just did was one of the final domestic retreats of the year, uh, it was what we call a blessing ceremony or blessing retreat, which is just a three-day, very powerful, beautiful, transformative experience, two nights of ayahuasca. Um, we usually only take about 10 to 11 people at a time um, outside of the facilitators. And man, was this one different. Was this one powerful? There's so much to go into with it. Um, it, was, it was like something out of a movie, and I am not even joking. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's much that can be said, but we're night gonna two. We're, night two though night two. We're gonna really respect uh, the people's privacy that were there. Of course, we would never speak any names or talk about who was there. They are free to talk about that on their own platforms. The two show stars that I'm gonna talk about that we're all gonna talk about today uh, was actually Megan. Megan had a very profound, powerful. Uh, exorcism, and we're going to talk about how that even incurred and why that was necessary. Uh, well, that was night one, though. Night two was your mom. Night yeah, one was you. Night, we'll night talk about two night two was next. Way more powerful than night one. Yeah, night two was incredibly powerful as well. Uh, more powerful. We'll talk about night one first. Um, and, you know, just to give you some preliminary information, 
Ayahuasca, every ceremony is completely different, but one of the reasons why it's so deeply healing, you have a conscious, subconscious, and unconscious mind. Multiple layers here. Uh, if you deal with suppressed trauma as a child or even as an adult, it can be emotional trauma, physical, sexual, whatever. Uh, part of the brain disassociates, the energy stays in the body and manifests over time. And the longer it's suppressed, the deeper it goes into the unconscious mind, which is where ayahuasca comes into play. It's a very divine medicine that goes to the unconscious part of the mind to help people release and purge trauma. With entities, and especially demonic ones, well, they can... I had done it so many times and I've had so many exorcisms that it also it heals by layers. And so these entities that are in even the demonic, all of them, demonic, all, um, they can be very, very deep. And so the more, that's why I've continued to have them. Although this situation was a little bit different on why I, I had one because my vessel was quite clean after... Uh, the jungle spirits experience for the last time. So we're going to jump right into that next. The last thing I want to mention, uh, just for information and clarity on these things, a lot of these entities and these demonic things, they, they sit deep into the unconscious until the vibration is low enough for it to take over for a short period. So if someone gets triggered, if something like that happens and or if they eat something that uh, really affects them in a negative way, the vibration lowers enough to where that entity can take over. That's where you'll get those bouts of rage, bouts of anger, these things that are a bit uncontrollable in those moments. And then uh, over time, it'll go back into the unconscious. And Megan and I have had extensive, extensive training to work with this. Uh, we have, this is the last piece I'll mention and then we'll get into the story, but I think it's important for everyone to know um, this isn't anything to be taken lightly by any means. Uh, we have the most amazing divine teachers, Master Shaman Danilo Jimenez. He's on our website, as well as his wife, Mary Rodriguez. We have other teachers we've learned from. Both of them live in, or Master Shaman Danilo Jimenez lives in Colombia. He's worked with the medicine for 20 years in Colombia and in the Amazon. He's actually very well known as a very powerful shaman in the Amazon. Um, We've had extensive training with them. We've had multiple initiations in the Amazon with them and other teacher, other teachers of ours in the Amazon, as well as our teacher's teacher, King Shaman William, uh, my man Helica. We've had all these teachers and deep initiations to be approved to work with this medicine. So Megan and I are carriers of this medicine in the States and have served very successfully, very effectively um, uh, to help people heal on the deepest levels because at the ceremony, it's 50% the medicine, it's 50% the shaman. It's the, the medicine, as one of my teachers explained to me, the medicine works through the intention and the centeredness of the mind of the shaman and the purity of the heart. So it is essential that you trust and know the facilitators. If the shaman's mind gets out of center, if if he gets thrown off, or if there isn't a purity of the heart, it can affect the ceremony energetically in different ways. So uh, we've done absolutely all the work necessary and continuing to work, continuing to stay students and continue learning. So we create the safest, most unconditional, loving, safest space for this kind of work. Okay, now let's get into night one. I'm going to let Megan take it away because she has a little story for y'all. And there's a beautiful lesson in the power of consent and being very, very, not only consent, but really trusting your intuition. Men, we have intuition too, but there is something about a divine feminine intuition that I just can't explain that as long as it's not coming from a trauma response, it is always right, always. So it's so important to listen to that and for my brothers out there to be able to uh, 
overcome the logical mind and surrender to that intu intuitive feminine. Uh, but I'm going to give it over to Megan to explain night one and how it all came about. I don't even really know where to start. Um, and without getting too deep into it, um, he's right, though, you know. At this point, this is not something that I had, uh, like the demonic witch that was in me that pulled out in the jungle a few times ago. Uh, that was something that had been with me with for thousands of lifetimes. And, you know, I've had things that have been in me that came from abuse, from, you know, childhood abuse. This was different because my vessel was clean and um, I did give it, I got deceived and tricked, and not knowing what I was getting myself into, I did give consent. So, you have to be very careful. So, I attended a ceremony, and it was not an ayahuasca ceremony, but it was a different kind of ceremony, and there was a girl that I didn't realize, but she worked for this team of people that there's a little bit of history. Long story short, there's a couple people that back in the early, early days of Magical when we were creating it, um, kind of wanted in. And anyway, I saw ill intentions, and so I cut things off to protect Magical and, any, and anyone attached to Magical. Years ago. Years and years ago. Well, I and I haven't, you know, and there was a lot of, you know, black magic done on, on us, you know, back then, and we learned how... To clean our, our homes and to clean ourselves and to protect ourselves so that these kind of things don't happen. So this was years and years ago. We have not dealt with anything like this in, in many years. Anyway, I go into a ceremonial setting where they're giving me a substance that opens me up very, very wide. And it has me in a very vulnerable state. The other people are very trusting. And the other people, you. yes, like the other people, you know, and maybe they don't know. But this... One person was there, and I and at first my intuition was telling me, my gut was telling me, you know what, this doesn't feel right, you probably shouldn't do this, and I didn't listen to that, and um, I should have, because I was very much deceived by this person, to the point where they were working on me, and I knew they were working on me, but I didn't realize that it was harm in a harmful way while I was on this medicine, and... I started feeling very ill and like very doomsday and like I'm not a person that ever has like suicidal thoughts but it was like that bad and I was very ill feeling and they're watching all of it happen and um, then by the end I'm in such a bad state they're asking me would you like me to do body work on you let me do body work on you and at that point I hadn't realized what was happening and I was just like oh my gosh yes please like I begged for it <laughs> unfortunately which was and then, full consent. Which was full consent. And they never actually did body work on me, you know, but they did other work on me. And and this person, this she, did. And um, it. I dealt with entities and stuff for... I was very badly attacked for a good month or so afterwards. And it got really, really bad. <clears throat> anyway... Um, I hadn't felt myself really since that incident, you know, even though like the deep, dark attack, I had made it through that and came out on top, I had a lot of different people working on me, helping me on the other side too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I came out on top and, and, but also felt like I still wasn't hundred percent myself, you know, and my actions sometimes, especially interacting with David 
because um, these things, that's what they want to do. They want to take down this mission because we do want to heal the world and they we're powerful together. So anyway, uh, I've had this medicine. I don't even know how many times. I can't even count. Like it had my most profound healing was on my 15th ceremony. And I've had a, I, I couldn't even tell you how many ceremonies I've had since then. Like so this 60, or something, 60 maybe, I don't know. But this medicine has gone deeper and deeper and it's integrated where I'm not always purging and, and it's integrating and it's integrating with me and it's, and it's getting deeper uh, each layer. It's healing layer by layer. So cleaning me layer by layer. So it can scan. see things in my mind expansion. So Anyway, this this ceremony was different. Also, the brew was different. Um, this was not brew made by our Colombian shamans. Um, this was a brew that um, one of uh, our partners that works with us, who is a beautiful soul and musician for us, him and and he taught David how to cook the medicine. And they spent they were up for like a hundred hours, you guys, making this medicine. I didn't even hardly straight. Like, they did not sleep. I did not get to talk to my husband very much at all for a week. And, <clears throat> excuse me, this was the most divine brew that I've ever had. It definitely had the purge aspect, but it had, it was very high on the DMT. And so the visuals were beautiful. And, like, this was a ceremony that was done in our home. And, like, my home looked so beautiful. I was just in awe of my own living room. Like, I was like, wow, this is gorgeous. It looked so amazing. And, um, but it was a very different kind of brew. It had the mimosa, uh, tree plant in it, which made it very different than what normally is in ayahuasca. So it is a unique blend of ayahuasca, but it was so divine and beautiful, beautiful, but divine. And I took three cups because the visions were so beautiful. It was easy for me to want to, even though there was the purging, it, it, the visions were so pretty that I didn't want to lose that connection. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll drink the third cup. I also know that that's where the magic is. And um, so, yeah, I, I took that third cup and wow, it definitely found the thing in me that had been um, basically cursed upon me. And... Um, but it was interesting, man, because I was, I've been through this so many times at this point, and I facilitated this so many times at this point, that even though I was going through it, I noticed before David noticed that I, this is an entity. This is like a demonic entity right now that I'm dealing with, because it did not want to come out. It was like, where well, you're so sick, you want to purge it, but it's not like the trauma. Like You can get that out. Whenever like you can't get it out, it's because this thing is fighting tooth and nail to not come out because it knows it's been discovered and um so it's quite it's not pleasant at all and but you have to do the work you know in, in order to receive the healing it's just the karmic debt you've got to do the work in order there's no way around it if you want freedom and true healing you've got to do the work and fortunately david was there next to me where i was like hey like i'm pretty sure i am dealing with an exorcism right now and you know, I could use your help if you're able to. And he started helping me and he started, I was purging, but he also started purging for me and taking a lot of it for me. And I, and I've had other exorcisms. What I can say is, yes, this thing felt dark. Oh, the other thing is when I threw up, I could see snakes in my bucket. Like I saw this big snake coiled up. It looked like it looked at like it looked up at me. And then it looked like when I looked back at it, like it was just dead coiled up in my bucket. So I was like, oh, that thing was dark. But 
it was, I mean, it's not just to discredit because they're all bad and it can, and I, I do, I am different. I am back to myself now, you know, with my, the way I respond and react to things. I'm, I'm, I'm myself again, but what, but I've had my experience in the jungle was way more, more dark, but that was my experience. That was night one. It was a very powerful night. But night two is where it was the most powerful ceremony that I've ever been involved in. Ever, ever, ever. I so wish our teachers, I wish Mary and Danilo could have been there. I wish uh, Jose David, I wish Taita Andres could have been there because they would have been like, wow, they've actually absorbed everything that we've taught them and they're actually ready for this. And, you know, I needed to see this type of ceremony happen, which we'll let David and and my mother talk but I needed to see it because it gave me so much confidence in my husband and myself and the work that we're doing. Uh, it, yeah, it was just quite profound. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Dave. No, 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 no. I want you and and my mother to to explain it. I will definitely chime in where I want you know where I feel. But uh, this was it, it, it really looked like um, something off a movie. It looked like something off of like Poltergeist. I'll leave it at that, and then I'll let David take off. So with these experiences too, with this one, we create such a space of unconditional love, and we're constantly doing protection stuff. And that's another thing I want to advise anyone you sit with. Ensure their number one thing is safety. Anybody that ever sits with us, anybody that ever has an experience with us, you will never find one person that can attest that our number one objective is safety. We always make sure we're cleansing the space. We're doing protective stuff. What that does is allow an energetic space to go as deep as possible needed for each person to be able to heal at the absolute depths that's possible for them to heal while they're there. This particular ceremony was very different. I've been um, facilitating ceremonies now for a good while. I have a pretty good amount under my belt of really successful, beautiful ayahuasca ceremonies. This one from the beginning, again, I can't give enough of a shout out to my teacher that actually lived, one of my teachers uh, that I work with at these ceremonies here. Uh, the brew was beautiful, oh beautiful God, so medicine. Good. And this isn't taking away anything from the Amazon jungle medicine. It's just different. It's a different kind. Um, they're both powerful, but in different ways. This one was much more of a celestial connection, much more of the DMT. And it worked fantastic for the work that I had to do. And I could tell in the beginning, I've, I've learned to cultivate a very good, amazing relationship with ayahuasca going into this. Being a really good student, being a really good listener for the cues and keeping my eyes around things. And I could tell in the beginning it was a very meticulous ceremony. Well, and I had told my mom, I, like, this is a special brew before she even, like, got there to experience it. But you know what? Honestly, before we even start with night two, we should let her give a little bit of the background because my mom also, I think this happened, one, because of the special brew that it was. But two, she had, she has done ayahuasca. That would have This would have been her sixth time in the past year. Mm-hmm. And so... She's able, the medicine is able to peel off quite a few layers by this point to find something that was really, really deep rooted in her. And I want her to just briefly explain her experience, which was her very first experience starting out in Belize, leading her up to this ceremony that we're going to come back to. Go ahead, Laurie. Oh, goodness. Okay. Let's. Well, and, and- Give a short background on your story. You know, why you're even like 
why you're even going to take this medicine. Well, like Megan, um, I, I've had many years of trauma um, through two challenging marriages, um, a third relationship that didn't work out, well, a fourth. Um, so I've been traumatized uh, over the years, much like Megan was. So um, I had a lot to, to heal from. And I want to reiterate what David said about um, the safety and knowing your shaman. I can't stress enough knowing your shaman, vetting the shamans, because if that shaman is not approaching things from a Christ consciousness, uh, light and love, and I would run from them if they don't come from it from that perspective, um, because then I think you can do far more harm than good. Um, so I felt when I went to Belize, um, I had just done a huge move and from Oklahoma to Texas, um, I was, my back was broken. I was, uh, exhausted from the move. And then I had to get on a plane and have three extra luggages, 80 pound luggages to take to Belize to help Megan and David. And I really hadn't given any thought to doing the ceremony there. Um, there just wasn't enough time with the move and everything I had going to really think of it. Um, so when I got there and I did it, I... First of all, how amazing was the Belize Resort that we do it at? <laughs> the, the resort, Belize Resort is, is amazing. And the people who run it are truly amazing. Um, very special people. Um, so shout out to Melanie and her husband and their sons, um, and their staff. And we're going to be back there in a couple months. So, so again, I went into this ayahuasca, first ayahuasca ceremony, um, knowing a little bit about Megan's experiences with, with ayahuasca and, um, but I felt comfortable with the shaman that was doing this ceremony because I had been at Megan and David's house when they were interviewing um, Danilo and Mary. And they had interviewed someone prior to them and I didn't feel good about him, but he actually was the one who um, promoted Mar uh, Danilo and Mary. So he led them to, to Mary and Danilo and Having listened to their interviews, I felt very confident that um, they were the type of shaman that I, I could feel confident in using or being in ceremony with. So anyway, in, in Belize, and it was three nights of ayahuasca. Um, and did he not blow your mind? He did blow my mind. He was, he was incredible. Both. Music. Both he and everything. Mary. Um, and so my... The first night, um, maybe initially I had some visuals, but nothing, nothing long lasting. And then uh, an entity was removed that first night. But the second night, um, 
and I, I had a little bit of knowledge then going into the second night ceremony, so I knew a little more what to expect. Um, but the second night, I decided that I wasn't going to sleep through the second cup, that I'd gone all this way. I have this opportunity to do this, um, and I need to make the most of it. So I did three cups that night, and I had a multi-hour exorcism that night. I believe four. Okay, four. I, I don't know. I was so... And, and, and can I add that it is always the third cup. And there's some instances where we're going to talk about the most recent ceremony where you might need a fourth, but that is why we offer three cups. We can't force people to do it, but in my experience, my exorcism and profound healing, always on the third cup, and I've witnessed it and everyone else that does the third cup. So my mother is a warrior. She's always taking all three cups, and that is why she's getting profound healing. Well, most of the time I'm taking all three cups. Um, so let me just finish that story real fast. So the next night um, I had, oh, and immediately after the exorcism was complete, I... I just had this profound realization that my back issues of 35 plus years, gone, just gone. Um, I was healed. Because it was a demonic entity causing it. And I, um, I also came away with, and I didn't have this as an intention. I didn't, I, I don't know why it popped into my head afterwards, but I had this realization that I have no desire to ever drink alcohol again. Um, not that I had a problem with it, but I I had no desire. Because when you've worked that hard to get these demonic entities out, the last thing you want to do is introduce evil spirits back in. Um, and that's one of the portals that can allow demonic entities to come back in. Um, so the next night... In Belize, I had another multi-hour exorcism, and I mean, both nights were beyond remarkable. Um, it was just amazing to realize the amount of healing that that I achieved, and some of it I didn't even know was there, and it just it just provided so much healing. So anyway. I'll fast forward to this February when I did a ceremony and I didn't do the three cups. And this is, to Megan's point, this is why you always want to do the three cups. You always want to do them. I Even when you don't want to. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to not want to, but, you're, and you, but don't talk yourself out of it. 100%. And I let myself, I let. I talked myself out of it in February where I just talked to myself and said, I just really don't have the strength. Although I knew there was something in me, I knew it and I needed to get rid of it, but I just didn't have the strength. I did do the third cup, but it, but I skipped the second one. So it wasn't three full cups, you did two cups. and I did not have the profound healing in February and I came out of that knowing I didn't achieve what I could have 
and should have. So this ceremony, I was helping with the food prep and whatnot. And it wasn't even planned. This was not planned at all. I was fortunately we've just done a recent juice fast together and stuff because you wouldn't even been really thinking about a dieta, you know? Right, right. So I had been eating very cleanly, um, which allowed me to go into this knowing that you know, hey, I. I've been on a good, clean diet, and that shouldn't be an issue for me. It's because I told you how good this bread was. <laughs> and Megan's right. This was this was a divine brew. Um, and David gave the, the... He stopped everything for a little bit and gave a talk about, you know, do the work. Um, you didn't come here to rest. Don't lie down, because if you're going to lie down, you generally are going to let yourself fall asleep and sleep through a second cup or sleep through a third cup or, or whatever. Or Ayahuasca comes to visit, she and, might be like, oh, you're asleep. I'm going to move on. Yeah. So I was going to take advantage of this because I, I was not going to miss out like I did in February. So I took the first cup. I took the second cup. Um, and I think with the first cup... I had some profound, oh, actually, after the, <laughs> the, the, the hape, oh my gosh, I got because back to my seat and I started purging and I hadn't even had ayahuasca at that point. Um, but long story short, short I had, <laughs> I took the third cup because it, it continued to try and get rid of the demonic demon that was in me that I was struggling to get out of. And I know David was helping me at one point, but then he backed away because, and I got the message that he needed to let me do the work and I needed to step up and finish this job. Um, and when I did that, then he was, he had to, uh, he had to end up assisting me with additional Ayahuasca. Well, we thought we were have to give you a, a we consider it a small, tiny fourth cup, but that was going to be our last option because you guys, this was like poltergeist looking. Like my mom was convulsing, and this is not to scare anyone. It was just it was a true exorcism, and it was a very dark, dark, dark demonic, like very, very dark demonic entity. And um, she was squirming around and growling, and like it lasted up for hours. And this thing was just, it was like completely, my mom wasn't even there anymore. This thing had completely taken over, but it did not want to be banished out. And so then, David, you can speak on what you actually had to do to assist her. Yeah, so in those moments, uh, there's different things you can do as a shaman. And, and again, everyone's path is different, but I've learned a lot from my teacher. And part of my path is specifically working with these darker demonic entities. And those that have sat with me in ceremony know a usual thing is I, I can take on the the more energetically difficult, the darker. There's entities and there's demonic things. For some reason or another, my, my system is built to take on the demonic things and transmute and purge those. So I'm used to doing that. This one, however, was quite, quite different. It was much, what? Also, she did take four cups, actually. Yeah. So she actually did take four cups, and, but it was still not wanting to come out, but completely making itself known. So uh, there's a couple of different ways to take. I have a, a spiritual ability to take the demons. 
um, whenever I can kind of tune in and pull it energetically from the people to purge it for them. Um, with her, I had to grab her ankle and really work with my white Asacha and continue to pull it, continue to pull it, continue to pull it. Um, and it was fighting quite, quite vigorously. I probably had about 60% of it in me and, but there was still a strong 40%. And one of the techniques that I utilize is Ambiol. Uh, Ambiol is a really beautiful tobacco based medicine. And I utilized Ambiol and put it under her tongue, which is a purgative rather than going for a fifth cup. Uh, I, I would have if we needed it, but it wasn't necessary. That purgative, uh, the tobacco spirit, very beautiful, powerful spirit, went in, started working while she was working, while I was working on her. I was able to get about 20% more from that, about 80%. And then you also want to continuously listen to the messages, feel and listen to the messages from ayahuasca. Once I had my container full of about 80% of that entity, that demon, I could tell I was full at that point and I felt a kind of release in my hand that was holding, which is kind of the sign of, for whatever reason, she needed to finish that last 20%. It was her that had to purge that last 20%. So I went over to my seat and began to work and allow the medicine to allow me to have a really, really intense purge, uh, removing and transmuting 80% of that. Uh, and then she did the work right at the end of it and crushed it. She purged out that last 20% to fully get rid of that. I want to say something too. I don't mean to hop around, but it's important to note, and I'm not going to go into too much. They can speak on their story more if they want in a, in a whatever episode. And I know you all know Megan's story, but a big, big part of how these demonic things are transmuted is through sexual abuse. Uh, sex is a portal. It's a sacred portal. And so much of the system conditions, especially men, to constantly lose their energy and not see it as a sacred act. But if you engage in sexual activity with someone that has that de has a really demonic spirit in them, and in my experience, there's demons that are out there too. Those can go within the per the vessel because it's consent into a sexual act. So that's another way of subconscious consent, and that's how these really darker demonic things are transmuted to people. You know what's crazy though? So. When she and I were doing, we did a 10-day juice fast. That was great. But then we did this product, Zen Cleanse, that gets the mucus placoid out, which we already have an episode about that. I noticed by the end, it was hard. You have to drink like a gallon of stuff, like every, a gallon of water every 30 minutes, you guys, for 12 hours. Like it is, it's intense. So by the end of the night, we were both feeling not great. But the results were found. Anyway, my mother was doing this twitch thing that she started doing early, I think, on this, on cup two of this ceremony, which I was like, hmm, that's an entity. I told David she has an entity. Um, but it was definitely even like trying to come out when you were doing the cleanse, which is really interesting. But I got to say, you guys, everything made sense. My mom and I have had historically in the past, I've had a very difficult time getting along with each other. Very difficult. Very, very difficult. And, um, when, since that thing coming out of her and, and, and I got to say, I, I've witnessed, I've experienced and I've witnessed a lot of exorcisms. The one I experienced in the jungle was really, really dark, but I got to say, I've never seen anything like that except in the movies. Like you guys, this, I, I thought that like for this job, we would need Danilo and, and David did an amazing job. I mean, and, I mean, the room was popping because this thing was dark and everyone was, because we're all one. So everyone was purging and, you know, whether it was tears or vomiting to try to transmute this because it was really, really dark. But my mom did it and she was instantly better. 
Yeah, it was on Independence Day, the rising of Independence Day, yeah. and and we have not had an argument since then. We have not. So, yeah, if you want to finish up your experience. Um, one of the things that I was conscious about, well, I, again, it went so deep, and it was just that guttural um, purging and that growling and I so I knew it was deep deep and I I just kept at it of course everything David gave me helped facilitate it uh coming on out but there was one point and I felt like this for a long time like something has always just had this vice grip on me and I couldn't really put it into words but I've had huge sinus issues. I had this toothache that was the last four months has been um, really challenging. But at some point in the the purging of all of this, it came a point where I felt it was almost as if God had reached down and just ripped this off, this vice grip off of my upper jawbone and that tooth and I was able to blow that out and it just instant relief I know that's probably a little more graphic than somebody wanted to hear but it was it was was so and I had this nagging shoulder um, issue that was the result of a an antibiotic that I had had um, five years ago for a severe case of bronchitis and I lost the use of that shoulder for a while and over years I've improved it got got it back but it always hurt and I knew something was there it's just gone oh that's gone Mm. um my sinuses my tooth it's cleared up my shoulder any nagging Mm -hmm. little lingering back issues just gone all of it gone and you look different you look younger. I mean, you you're you're glowing. You have more white in your eyes. You look completely different. Your personality is different. It's incredible. It's incredible. And and David, <laughs> let's see if I can do this without crying. <laughs> I can't. Um, David was so amazing because as as much as was going on with me, he was giving attention and love and working with each and every person in that room who needed him just as much as I did. And he met their needs in such a loving, compassionate way that it was beautiful to see. Beautiful. Um, I just can't tell you the miracles that I've experienced and that I witnessed in the room, not just myself and Megan, but all those in attendance. Um, and it's just amazing what's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, thank, uh-huh. Uh-huh, thank you for that. It's an honor to do this work. It really is. And I have some really amazing teachers I've been able to consistently learn from. And and again, I, I can't stress enough, whoever you sit with, ensure safety is their number one thing. That's That's really everything with this because this is the deepest spiritual work. This is exonerating demons from people that have been dealing with them sometimes unknowingly for decades and you have to be damn near perfect in your work you really have to be damn near perfect um so make sure whoever you sit with is is on their path of mastery and really really focused on that and has that intention of love and purity of heart 
Um, whether it's me, my wife, or anyone else, just make sure that's a piece of it because this is deep work and has to be done perfectly. Um, and we always also do a cleansing after. This is an important thing too. I want to take this moment to educate on that uh, because even though all this stuff is transmuted and this beautiful work is done and afterwards everyone is in such a beautiful place, it's like this profound feeling of God's love resonating through everybody because of the deep cleansing. It's not done in a cleansing sense. We take everybody outside, um, myself, Megan, um, and our other team member, unsure if you wanted to be named, so I'm just going to leave that as it is, but that helps out with this. We uh, cleanse everybody. We cleanse everyone. We make sure they're fully cleansed in every way. We spray them. We cleanse them and make sure that they can fully go throughout their day in the most pure form. It was powerful, y'all. It was so powerful. Everyone there had miracles. There were miracle after miracle after miracle. I can't speak enough about the... That's our dog, Pepe. You probably hear snoring in the background. <laughs> it's uh, We're not redoing this podcast, so you're just going to get to hear Pepe snoring. <laughs> Um, but it was beautiful and you know, the magical team, we just continue to evolve. So those of you that feel called, you were, you will find your miracle with magical at your ceremony. Um, you will, whether it's the first ceremony, the second, the third or the fifth, and it really is magical. That's why I call it magical. Um, but it was powerful. It was powerful. It was beautiful. And we wanted to share that. I know it was pretty graphic, but really Pepe, really, uh, we wanted to share that with you all. Um, in hopes that just so you know you can heal from anything it doesn't matter how long you've been suffering it doesn't matter what you've been through nothing's incurable nothing is incurable and many times it is not what you think it is many times it's not, it's yeah. definitely not what the doctors tell you yeah. uh there it's all energetic it's all spiritual man it all is and this medicine is such a powerful if not the way to heal these things on the deepest levels at least right now in my now moment my experience it is the way because I continuously see miracle after miracle after miracle happen. It's worth everything. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's kind of what we wanted to cover. Do you have anything else? No, go over some upcoming retreats. Yeah, we have two more domestic retreats left for the entire year. Then Megan and I are taking three months off to finish our book oh, and do our please. juice fast. We have two more domestic retreats left, August 19th to 21st. Very powerful three-day experience two nights of ayahuasca. We have our full set, full formula ceremony, October 1st to 7th. We have a few tickets left for Feb for the August 19th and, and a little bit more tickets than that left for, uh, October 1st to 7th. We only take 10 people at and a time. We keep it formula. small and intimate. That's the full formula. So not just the ayahuasca. It's also the mushroom mindset reprogramming, Santa Maria ex mindset or intuition expansion ceremony, delicious healing foods, incredible divine mm -hmm. team. That's mm -hmm. there working with you the entire time. Uh, and very sound focused on healing, integration, yoga, sound healing, yoga, cacao. cacao. And then we have our ultimate experience of every single year, the magical ultimate life experience. This is my favorite one, you guys. It's so amazing. It is in Belize. 11 days in Belize. It is a five-star luxury resort, luxury accommodations. But not a chain. It's it not a chain. It's a very amazing. boutique resort in the jungle. Absolutely beautiful. Um, there's islands you're going to get to visit, uh, it, snorkeling, it's our, cave tubing. snorkeling, cave tubing, our teachers that are master shamans fly from Columbia out there. You get four ayahuasca ceremonies. Myself, I do, I open up the first one. My teacher does the next two. And then one of my other teachers does the last one. It's so powerful. 
Um, I can't speak enough. And you still get Megan's Mindset re Mushroom Reprogramming Ceremony. You will leave a different person. But we have these three experiences left before the end of the year. And then we're not going to have anything until probably next March, something like that. So I couldn't suggest enough if you're called to it. Whatever it takes, get out here. Let's make it happen. Uh, just if you want to apply, go to magical.com, M-A-E-G-I-C-A-L.com. You can click Healing Retreats. You can see all the info, the pricing, uh, the info on that link, and then you can apply at the bottom. After you apply, we get the info, and we set up a Zoom call, and we connect in person. So would love to sit in ceremony with you all. Our mission to heal the world keeps growing more and more and more. 2023 schedule is going to be epic. We'll go over that on an upcoming podcast. Uh, but we have so much love for you all. Hopefully that you learned something. Anyone has any questions, anything like that at all, you can always email me at david at magical.com or hit me up on any of the social media. Um, yeah, we love you all. Happy healing. Happy healing. Don't stop before your miracle happens. Happy healing. Happy healing. <laughs>